0: Welcome to the Boisterous Brothers. I'm George Rockelschmidt here with Damien Benedict. How are you doing today, mate? Very well, thank you very much. Very well, fresh from a Halloween party, perhaps? No, no, not a, not a fucking prayer. No not a party, man. No. Not at all, because Damien is like a human black hole. Thank you. No problem. So, yeah, so we've
1: got the introduction sorted, then. That's right, what they need to know about me.
0: Absolutely, yes. Yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, you you just absorb people's energy and just crush it down into into like a tiny particle no one will ever see ever again.
1: Yeah, because that's what you want to put in front of a camera, a charisma vacuum such as myself. Right,
0: I mean, I think what will happen is you'll probably turn, like, 75 and all your children, somehow you've had children and all your grandchildren will be like, Uncle Damien, or Uncle Damien... Right. <laughs> <laughs> well i'm gonna have a fucked up family aren't i <laughs> jesus christ i
1: don't want to think about how genealogy works there
0: Grand, oh. granddad damien's gonna die yes he clearly is son and that's when you start to just blather out all this energy that you've sucked up for years and years and years <laughs> that's when you just start to go blah, blah 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 or you'll just die and they'll find that you've written like a 185 volume epic about all sorts of crazy things
1: no i prefer the first one because in my head it's more like the the ark of the covenant and when it does happen it just melts people's faces off. right
0: right no i don't think it melts people's faces off i think like you die and then it's it looks exactly the same as the ark of the covenant but people are like oh oh don't look at the they're making me so happy (laughs) (laughs) fantastic so you don't like halloween no
1: no it's one of those don't like even, any other holiday don't, can don't, kind of give a take, really. Yeah, I don't even care,
0: really. No, I don't care. No, I, I suppose it's the same with me. But we, we start, or we're going to start, the Boisterous Brothers every time with an anecdote. And my anecdote, because we're five days behind Halloween or 360 days before. Yeah, you love yeah, that. Yeah, you, you can. Yeah, thanks for that. Um, oh, man. We, we're going to start with an anecdote about Halloween. So I had a friend who, who you were friends with as well uh, at school who... I guess when he was about 14 decided uh, to do this because in England I think it's important to tell people who don't know in England Halloween is a thing but it's not a thing for anyone over 12 or 13 right
1: and it's barely a thing for people under that age as yeah. well
0: yeah your your mum and your dad take you to your neighbour's house probably after they've pre-arranged this they knock on the door and the neighbour comes like oh here's a Mars bar go away Right. Or it's it's flat out extortion. It's one or the other. It's either very babyish or it's like, give me some candy. Otherwise, I'll kick your dog to death.
1: <laughs> I may, may have been trick or treating like twice in my life and uh, never got that fucking duck.
0: Right. OK. Well, you just weren't doing it hard enough, I guess. Well, Yeah.
1: I mean, did you get anything? Um, that's what I'm just kind of remembering now. I think I got fuck all. I think I really did miss yeah. a fucking trick
0: like, there. Like, oh, h- honey, how come you didn't give that trick-or-treat or anything? Didn't threaten our lives, didn't threaten our pets, didn't threaten our property. Quite frankly, just didn't fucking try. Just didn't cry. Just didn't, just didn't cry. Just didn't cry. Just didn't w- cry. One of my favourite artists of <laughs> 2015, Just Because we cry. know popular music. <laughs> so anyway, my friend, he was he was in the kind of the time of his life when... I guess you, you're kind of quite frustrated, but you can't, you can't go to the pub and have a drink. You can't you know, leave home. You don't have a life of your own. Um, so all you can really do is, is wank and be antisocial, right? Yep. Know, it's like that phase you entered 15 years ago and never got out of. Thank you very much, yes. So he decided that he would, uh, having been confined to the house by his father, who was a police officer and totally not up for any shit ever, he decided that he would lay on his porch... Um, not his porch. His porch, to his house. So the wooden structure protecting his his door from rain. I assume that that's what porches are for. It was seemed quite redundant to me because I don't have one. And he decided he would lay on his porch, wait for some trick or treaters to come round, and then jump down off his porch mm. to frighten some trick or treaters. Right? Sound plan. So he was going to lay out there in in England in. That on the thirty-first of October, or really any time after September, it's fucking freezing at yeah, night.
1: That takes some real commitment. Yeah,
0: yeah, it does. Yeah, I guess he was very bored and very angry.
1: Well, I'm fairly. I think he had quite a lot of puppy fat at that time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, so, so our our mate, he's he's even though he's fourteen, he's six foot two.
1: Yeah, he's a big guy.
0: Yeah, and he's like Damien said, he's got puppy fat, and not just a bit of puppy fat. He is, he is a, a fat.
1: Man, I wouldn't say fat man, but he was built like a fucking yeah. tank. He yeah, was huge. No,
0: no, yeah, he's not fat. That's not fair. But yeah, he was huge. Um He's the sort of person you would want to use as a battering ram. Should you not yeah. be able to find any wood?
1: And like to his credit, if like someone that size like just fell out of the sky in front of me, I would I would shit my pants.
0: <laughs> if anyone <laughs> fell out of the sky in front of me, I would probably shit my pants. It's just a defense mechanism. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. He he got out onto the porch with the aid of his cable aerial. So like he had cable installed in his house, yeah. And they'd left a coil of it in the spare bedroom where they hadn't kind of cut it or hidden it in the wall or anything. It was just like a spare coil. But it's still connected. It's still connected and everything. It's just that they hadn't put a TV in that room, so there was enough there to kind of decide to put the TV wherever you wanted, right? Okay. And you would hide it yourself, I guess. So he used this as like an anchor to get out like like kind of like not to take his weight but to just to kind of hold on to yeah, yeah. while he got out onto the freezing cold porch and he was waiting there and i guess he was waiting there for like 20 minutes or something and someone finally came right and i guess it was probably some kids and their mommies because as you said before no one no one in england does this shit no not at all and he lives in a or he lived in a small street you know like yeah, not yeah. a lot of traffic and um, he decided, right, now's my opportunity. I'm only going to do this once, and it's like half past eight. Maybe that's it for the night. So he stood up, and as soon as he stood up, he went straight through the porch. He brought the roof down with him, right? Uh, so it was just like these four yeah. four pillars, right? Not only did he do that, as he fell, he held on, presumably like out of instinct, onto the cable, uh, onto the mm-hmm. aerial cable, and pulled it out of the wall, you know, ripped ripped it out of the wall, ripped all the bolts out of the wall that had attached it to yeah. the wall. Uh, and of course it was attached to his father's brand new flat screen TV. This is just when flat screen TVs had come out. It was worth what, like a grand? At least a grand. Yeah, at least. At least a grand. He, he brings that off the fucking bracket, slams straight into the wall under the window that he's gone under like an anchor, like a grappling hook, destroyed. Destroyed.
1: Oh, what a dickhead.
0: Yeah, there you go. That's my story. He didn't yeah. hurt himself. Somehow he didn't hurt a kid because he would have killed the kid if he landed on it.
1: I know we've, we've been through this story a couple of times now, our our, our rehearsals, but when you first started t- uh, telling it, um, I figured what was going to happen when he's like getting out of his window with this cable thing, I thought he was just kind of it was going to be like an abseiling kind of disaster. The, he just I, simply goes right. straight through the fucking living room window or something like that. Right. Yeah. Still like, a few questions which kind of... Like, what you was he to... thinking? Well, yeah, I mean, but like, so what I realized listening to that this time was like, considering he was so fucking massive, why don't he just climb up onto the top of the porch from the ground up? I think it was too
0: tall. Yeah, it was a good, it was a good twelve feet. Really? Yeah, but not not only that, right? He was confined to his house because his dad didn't want him going outside because his dad knew that he didn't want to go outside to trick Was his three. dad in the house or was it? I don't know. All oh, right, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I think probably not. But but no, I think no, I think he must have been because I think part of the reason that he didn't like just go out was because his dad was there. He right, couldn't okay. just walk out the front door. His dad didn't want to want him to go out trick or treating because he knew he wasn't gonna go out trick-or-treating, he knew he was gonna go out to try and scare little children because he was a <laughs> dickhead. Our friend's plan was to climb out the window. Yeah. So his
1: dad if if he was there <laughs> He was there, let's just say he was there. But I mean clearly he didn't the whole point of this was to
0: make a child scream, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. So surely... <laughs> yeah, but by just... then it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter if his dad knows that he's... It doesn't matter if his dad knows that he's like, outside or misbehaving. It's about getting to that point, right? He doesn't care if he gets in trouble. I mean, this oh, is a guy... Oh, there's so many degrees of fuck up <laughs> going on here, man. <laughs> this is a guy who got bollocked so much when he was a kid. Did he once care? Well, yeah, he did. Well, he? I think
1: he yeah. fucking cared that night. Yeah. I, I can't I mean, yeah... I... I'd forgotten about this for such a long time, but I would have loved to have sinned, sinned that fucking bollocking.
0: Yeah, because his dad was totally he must have not... gone shithouse fucking yeah. mental. He, his, his dad was not the sort of person you fuck around with. Like, I wouldn't say he was mean, he just wasn't at all up for a laugh. No, not at all. No. <laughs> <sighs> so there you go, that's my Halloween story. What, what do you think of that? Would you do something like that?
1: No, not, not at all. What not would a you fucking do? fucking spanner.
0: What would you do if you were one of the mumps? Who'd taken the kids up?
1: Well, that was something else I was kind of that was running around in my head. Did they like try
0: to offer any assistance when this, when he like plows through? Because well, he's got to be in a lot of fucking pain. I, I don't know. I can only speculate. But I imagine it's one of those things where they kind of would know what he was trying to do, right? Yeah. Even though it's been quite dramatic, he's fallen through the porch. I think you'd kind of know he was trying to fuck with us. Yeah. And you'd probably just say, Are you all right? And then once he was like, uh, yes! I don't know, if I was you'd, one you'd of leave. those parents
1: and I saw this fucking... You'd kick thug, him in.
0: I wouldn't kick him in,
1: but I'd be like, little Johnny, piss on his face. <laughs> chop, chop. Little like, get Johnny, his wallet.
0: Piss on his face. <laughs> like Johnny's like, I've been saving my piss all night for this. I was going to put it through the vicar's letterbox. What? No, nothing. Nothing. So, you know what, we should, we should totally check out the news now because that isn't boring. Yeah, yeah. let's do it. All yeah, right, and who better to do it with than our man on the front, Lieutenant Colonel Bilgewater.
2: Hello, the Boisterous Brothers! This week, most people have been getting ready for next week, that is, the 8th of November, when Hillary Clinton's and Donald Trump will face off in an election that will decide which one of them will die in office, or who will be the first President of the Americas to be jailed. Also, Iraqis and American Special Infantry prepare to take Mosul from ISIS. Good thing the Western Coalition rebuilt the country some years ago, or things could be in quite, quite the pickle. Yours, reportedly, Lieutenant Colonel Anonymous Bilgewater. He's
1: got the whole world in his bottom. He's got the whole world in his bottom. He's got the whole world in his bottom. Bottom, he's got the whole world in his bottom. Fraser pulls a baby out of a cab driver's vagina. Silly Fraser subsequently embarrasses himself by describing how beautiful said vagina is. Fraser puts that baby in the back of a van as Niles reflects on his life and decides he wants that baby. Frasier won't tell Niles the truth about what he has done, and so gives him a bag of flour as a distraction. Niles, in denial, denials, tells himself it is a real baby. We discover that Niles is a terrible father. The baby is then set on fire and eaten by a dingo. At the same time, Frasier Harris is a critically ill senior in an intensive care unit.
0: Well, that was quite something. Did you like that? Quite something? Yeah. I'm glad
1: you do, because I fucking don't anymore. Right. Frasier <laughs> used was th- something that I used, uh, was beloved as a child, and now...
0: I, I mean, I suppose there are many people who might be listening to this who have no idea what Frasier is.
1: They can go fuck themselves. They can, yeah. Yes. Fuck
0: off and die. I agree. Well, Frasier, Fr- Frasier is just is just synonymous with you, for me. Mm. I mean, every time I would go to your house, you would always be playing Frasier. And I'm talking about, like, ten years old, you would just be playing videos of Frasier over and over. Often not watching them. Just, I don't just know. background just, noise, yeah. Just background noise, just, just making sure they settled into your head. Yeah, you must could, have it became like an amniotic kind of comfort. Right, you must have seen it, like, ten times. Like, the whole... How many seasons are there? 11. Yeah, something like that. But
1: like the first four seasons I had
0: all that stuff on VHS my dad would record it off TV. Right. See, that that's not that's not the word of a superfan. Something like that. You should know how many episodes. You should know how many collective minutes. 83
1: episodes, that's what I that's what I had.
0: You had a oh, fucking
1: hell. You had, easy there, boy.
0: You had 83 episodes.
1: All on VHS, yeah. Yeah, no, it's one of the things I just used to play as, all the time as a kid. It, yeah, it was um for a long time, it was yeah, beloved kind of childhood memories. I used to um, have a video machine up in my little bedroom when I was pissing around with my logos and whatnot. And a video machine? A video machine, a VHS. Is
0: that like before a DVD?
1: Yes, it was several years before the DVD. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, that's how... Yeah, we're old enough to have uh, VHS in our lives.
0: Yeah, I had a VHS of Men in Black 1. So did I. Yeah, it was one of my favourite videotapes. Yeah, because right afterwards, when you thought like, oh, the credits are over, I should destroy this or rewind it at least. Then Will Simpson would. Will Simpson. Will that, Simpson. What's, what's his name? Will, Will Smith. Smith. Will Smith would come on. Who's Will Simpson? I've no idea. No one. So then Will Smith would come on and start singing about men who are in black. Galaxy adventure. Yeah,
1: I, I cut out the middle, middleman. I got the CD.
0: Love that shit. Did you? Yeah. It what did. was on the CD? Surely it was just that. It was that, and he had all
1: that Danny Elfman it. There was a remix of it. Yeah, yeah I bet there was. Um, I, I was, then you know, it was fucking dreadful, but he had all the Danny Elfman stuff on there, which I really quite liked. Right. I used to listen to that over and over as a kid. Uh-huh. But yeah, no, Um, so Frazier was like the thing for me as a kid, not because I particularly liked it at first,
0: but. Because uh, <laughs> you were just so bored. Yeah, pretty your much. Your life was so bad. Yeah. which just Frazier was the light. Well, I It wasn't a sure... good light, but it was the light. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, it was a choice
1: of three things, and this was definitely the lesser of three evils. Uh-huh. My dad and my uncle would record shit off TV all the time. If it wasn't Frasier, it was The X-Files, or it was Star Trek The Next Gen. Oh, so, the it
0: just gets nerdier and nerdier. I've never seen The X-Files ever.
1: I've seen maybe one or two as a kid, but I can, can't remember it all at right. all.
0: I, I know Mulder and Scully, and... But that's all you need to know. I know the the theme tune scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. <laughs> I'd always have to turn it over. Um, so obviously, you know, if if for whatever reason, maybe you're in brain jail or something, you can't tell what Damien was talking about in his synopsis. He was talking about a, a moment in Frasier or an episode in Frasier when Frasier's brother has to look after a bag of flour. Am I right? Correct. And he does this because he's a hungry... Parent. He's parentally hungry. No, <laughs> hungry parent? <laughs> hungry parent. He's not a parent, but he's hungry to be a parent. Hmm. But the problem is he's, he's very gay.
1: Yes, but I don't think that's got any kind of okay. bearing on the episode. That's right. just how
0: they set up the characters. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, it's just... Um, but he's gay for parenting. Proper gay. Yeah, right. I'm gl- glad we've got this out there now. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah we really punctuated there with a nice proper...
0: Proper, yeah, very, you know, kisses and everything.
1: So, yeah, I think what's uh, worth mentioning is, um, yeah, so Niles wants this baby and, uh, like, <laughs> Frasier suggests... But uh, Niles
0: doesn't have a girlfriend. He's got his wife at this
1: point. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. Maris is
0: still. It's it's quite early on. Yeah. Because, cause honestly, when I first watched Frasier, I thought, like, the joke was that he was gay and that Maris He was married to Maris, he was married to his wife, but I thought the joke was he was gay. mm but, no, that's just... Well, they toyed with it quite a bit. I guess
1: so. But, yeah, no, I uh, I think what we should kind of address is, like, the use of this, like, child proxy um, in mm. the ep- episode. Like, yeah. NASA's given a bag of flour to kind of simulate... Um, a child. ...child care, basically. Yeah. Um,
0: right, and we've seen this many times before in other things. Like, I, for me, mostly cartoons, right? It's yeah. It's usually, like, this week, class, you have to look after an egg or a hacky sack or wh- whatever it is. You have to look after... Some some mass that they draw a face on, and you know the main character gives a funny name to. Yeah, yeah. And I just, I, I've never, I've questioned
1: it properly up until now, really. But it's it's uh, it's the most bizarre fucking, exercise yeah.
0: of. of of just kind of non-thinking, really, you know, why would the, why would this make teenagers consider anything about children? It's nothing to do with yeah. children, really.
1: Whatever the uh, goals are, they're just not clear. And how you kind of how you kind of regulate that, and... right?
0: Because it, it seems to be that the goal is um, we give you know kind of pubescent kids, especially girls, it seems to be aimed at. These these fla- these bags of flour or whatever, or maybe it's a baby with a monitor inside it or something, you know, like an electrical sensor, and they have to look after it for a week and they have to make sure that when it cries, they feed it and, you know, that they take it everywhere and they don't leave it anywhere. But that's not what a baby is. A baby isn't like a Tamagotchi, like you feed it three times a week and that's it. And you can, like, bundle it in the back of the car, <laughs> right? Because yeah. I assume that's what you would do with the flour. You wouldn't walk around a fucking shopping center with a bag of flour. No, I mean that's uh, yeah,
1: that's uh, kind of the point that I was getting. Like anyone, or if you did, you'd put
0: it in a shopping bag. You wouldn't have it. Did you?
1: <laughs> it's too late at this point because my, the first exercise you have when you're given this bag of flour is you've got a sharpie in one hand and you have to give it a
0: personality. Right? Yeah. Yes. You can't draw a little mustache on it, though. <laughs> All these Hitler babies. <laughs> And there's lots of little mustache people out there. Why do you have to go to Hitler? Yeah, it was Hitler. It was definitely yeah, it was Hitler, Hitler. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> what everyone does. Gives it a proper nice haircut and everything. And
1: yeah, I mean, obviously these, these things, like these things must come up in kind of conjunction with the sex egg class. And yeah, that, right. It's particularly in America if they have. Oh, I think sex ed over there is up and down like well, a fucking
0: yeah state by state right yeah. yeah but i
1: mean when it is kind of viable it's usually around fourteen, fifteen, right
0: so you I, can't... yeah i guess i mean two things i wanted to say one for my sex ed i remember you know we learned about everything up until the baby coming out of the lady right <laughs> which i think is probably how it was but but i mean you know we learned about sex we learned about how the baby's formed in the stomach. Not in the stomach, Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> it's another hungry parent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> in the stomach. I had a friend who uh, he said to me once, uh, I was fisting my girlfriend <laughs> last night. And I said, what? He, he was like 16. I said, what? He, yeah, yeah, I was fisting her. And I said, but wouldn't that wouldn't that really hurt her? And he said, what, why? And I said, because like a fist is like, like the size of a baby's head. And that fucking hurts coming out. And he's like, oh my God, babies don't come out of a vagina. They come out of a belly button, you fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we can't be saying anything about people's sex education. Um, well,
1: yeah, I do forget that we went to school with a lot of fucking donkeys.
0: So what I wanted to say was I didn't learn anything about sex ed or I didn't learn about the process after the baby was born. But I remember talking to you like a week ago about something to do with this. And you said you went to a primary school where you watched a video uh about sex ed when you were like nine yeah and then when you were 15 at the school you and i went to together yeah they showed you the same the exact video. same right. video yeah right which is obviously quite regressive yeah it's you know it's um because I, I remember all the sex ed that we were getting when we were like 15 and 16 was just the most pure shit
1: oh god gotcha. i mean the bulk of it was that video i don't just really condescending remember. rubbish
0: yeah yeah and it's very kind of flowery gentle kind of, yeah just well, yeah, condescending, as you yeah. say. It's fucking rubbish. Yeah, so I, I guess it's kind of like that for these these places. that I get, I mean, I, I've only ever seen this thing um, it, as a way of, of kind of mocking that. Hmm. I've only ever seen the flower thing as a joke hmm. uh, in on TV. What about you? I mean, you've never known anyone who's had a flower baby. There's definitely baby. not
1: anything um, in, that happens in the UK, not at all. No. But I wouldn't be no, surprised. in no, no, the UK, it's real babies. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, From the IT teacher. But, oh. Yeah. No, no. no. Um, It's a a lawsuit. But I'm fairly sure there are certain places in America that will be doing that. Yeah. Particularly in the Bible Belt. They've got all kinds of weird shit going on there.
0: Yeah, right. Uh, I don't know. I just, yeah, it's just a waste of time. That's what we're saying, right? Yeah. You know, I can't see any virtue to it at all. Other than... I'm surprised yeah, it's not something that's completely
1: obsolete. Um, yeah, it must be. It must be, though, right? I can. You can only hope so, because yeah. I mean, like the
0: value of. Or else it never happened. Or else it's just you know a crea- We're just wearily really gullible. A cre- yeah, a creation of these <laughs> things. Well, it could be, but but I could definitely imagine like the egg exercise. Mm-hmm. But I don't see how that is meant to teach you how hard it is to be a parent. Like... You don't. You don't have to take your egg to a doctor, and the doctor say, "Oh yeah, he's blind in one eye," mm-hmm. or anything like that. You know, you don't have to look at your baby. At your baby and think, I my baby is seven months old, but I can already see that it's, it's it's way too touchy feely.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, here's what you do: you pour vicious scorn on the child <laughs> for years and years and years. So, uh, well, there we go. You know, I don't have anything else to say about flour, do you? No, not well, at all. Well, I, I think we should roll her on a swash. Join Hieronymus Swash and Mau Mau on an exciting adventure in The Case of the Curse of the Ruby Garnet.
1: Boss? Mmm. Boss! I hate Big Skeleton. What? He's always like, good idea, good idea. I'll tell you what's a good idea, Big, if you fuck off.
2: Boss, we have company.
1: I think Little Skeleton could say anything to Big Skeleton, and Big Skeleton would say nothing other than good idea.
2: Leave funny bones aside for a moment and help me with this client. Someone's here? For us? Yes, a lady.
1: Wedding ring? What? 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 Wedding ring?
2: I don't understand.
1: Does she have a wedding ring?
2: Oh, no.
1: What did you think I meant?
2: I didn't hear you. I thought you were saying something about wedding ring.
1: Wedding ring? What does that even mean? I don't know. Why would I say that? I don't know, that's why I was confused. Oh, I see. All right, let's go and see her. Good evening, madam. I am Hieronymus Archimedes Swash, crime fighter extraordinaire. And this is my assistant and manservant, Mau Mau.
2: Hello. It's a pleasure to meet you. I am...
1: I, of course, know who you are, Lady Persephone. Priscilla Telephone. How may I be? of assistance
2: it's about a priceless family heirloom a ruby garnet taken from my own home not two nights ago why not go to the police i'm afraid mr swash
1: please just swash oh my god
2: i'm afraid mr swash although you have no reason to trust me my reasons are my own
1: and you want us of course to find this missing ruby garnet for you even though it itself may be stolen
2: I can only give you my word that it belongs to me. And I have good reason not to go to the police. You make a good
1: argument, Lady Persephone. What? Allow me to talk to my assistant for a brief moment. Very well. Mau Mau, did you see that saucy wench? She's a beautiful... What the... Like a duck with an orange in its mouth in a tray of citrus gravy. Like a beautiful orchid in a field of far less beautiful orchids. A magnificent swan with the finest, finest... Feathers? Bed of pan-fried sage and garlic-sautéed potatoes.
2: You're hungry, aren't you?
1: Immeasurably. Lady Persephone? We've... Lady Persephone? Look at the marks in the carpet. She's been dragged off. Damn it! No one in the hallway. Some dastardly villain took Lady Persephone in the few moments we had our backs turned.
2: Look, boss. There she is, on the street, being put into a car. It's a two-door Buick. I can't see the men's faces. Both are around six feet tall. White. Heavy build.
1: We'll never catch them now. But look, she dropped her handbag. If we rifle through it, we might find a clue.
2: Shouldn't we call the police?
1: Call the police? Don't be stupid, Mau Mau.
2: I'm pretty sure we're legally obliged to call the police.
1: I'm pretty sure we're
2: obliged to call the police.
1: Are we in the private dick game or the let's call the police like little bitches game?
2: Again, I am won over by reason.
1: Shut up and open it up.
2: What are we looking for?
1: I don't know. The ruby garnet? Her home address?
2: My God, who needs four bags of fisherman friends in their handbag?
1: You don't know. Maybe she has an ulcer. Maybe she's rotting from within. Maybe the refreshing blast of an aniseed mint is all she has now. She's only got half a kidney and a sickly liver.
2: The only thing in here, other than scrunched up toilet paper, is a receipt from Luigi's lasagna.
1: Luigi's lasagna?
2: It's the alliteration that sells it, isn't it?
1: That's the greasiest Italian dive restaurant in town.
2: Greasier than Giuseppe's gastronomic bypass? Twice as greasy. Ugh.
1: It's the sort of place taxi drivers go to when they've been kicked out of every other 24-hour food joint for shitting their pants. The sort of place with a constant queue for a seatless toilet.
2: Like Vips in Mexico City.
1: Exactly like that, Mau Mau. Once more, glass of Chateau
2: San Augustin Michel and a Frankfurter Mascarpone.
0: That must be her. Quick, Mau Mau. To Luigi's. Join us next time for another exciting episode of The Case of the Curse of the Ruby Garnet. Well, you're rejoining us now, and we have a very special guest in the studio Leroy Letoc, straight from New Orleans. Take it away, Leroy.
2: Lipton bag, Mars bar to witch doctor grub. I and you, Halloween corrupted, broken leg successful. I'm from schizophrenia. Yeah, oh yeah. On a hill, over there, everywhere in the night of hell.
0: Well, that was awesome. Thank you very much for that, Leroy wasn't that good It was alright This one's called Magic Socks I wake and stand and the new sun hits my back the night's still in my eyes these days are one realities to memories memories forgotten the only thing that keeps me moving forward are my socks my socks keep my feet from chafing on the faux leather of my shoes. They prevent my feet from getting dirty on the kitchen floor. They keep me warm in my bed at night. My socks tell me what to do. My socks don't make me do anything, but my socks are always right. My socks know what is best to say, how I should behave What is nourishing for me to think? Sometimes I think that when my socks get old and have many holes in them, I will throw them off a cliff while still wearing them. I love my socks. And that's from Gokun in Nashville. Thank you very much for that, Gokun. So we were talking about Halloween. Yes. And you don't like Halloween. Have you ever gone to a party? I
1: have gone to. A, I hosted a party. A Halloween party. A Halloween party. You didn't, you didn't host a Halloween well, party. Well, it was in my house. Right,
0: but you didn't host and it. And people partied around right. me. Right, they did. That's, that's
1: what uh, you know. I would constitute as going to as being at a party.
0: And have you ever dressed up as, in a costume?
1: I have. And was it at this party? It was at this party.
0: And is this this the party that you went to with me? It well, was. We spent months coordinating our costumes. It's a bit
1: of an exaggeration, but it was at least a good fortnight or something yeah. like that. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, so they would be just right. So they would absolutely compliment you. Oh, everybody.
1: yeah. No, we we wanted to fucking bring the thunder yeah, that night. We did. Yeah. We did. I was a priest. I was a hot dog. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just let that one sink in yeah. a little
0: bit. think about that. Think about the devastation. And you spent a lot of money on your hot dog. Yeah. You well, used... a lot of money you know for us i guess yeah you spent like fucking
1: 10 quid on yours um yeah. it was just essentially a bedsheet uh, i
0: mean it wasn't a it wasn't a bedsheet because a bedsheet like has standards you have to you have to make it to a certain specification what i had was just like some polyester offcut with like a white dog collar yeah. it was the cheapest thing i mean i'm sure like if if it had been exposed to any remnant of fire I would have been just destroyed. <laughs> it was the most flammable <laughs> you, thing. Your, your new skin. Yeah, exactly my new skin, yeah.
1: Yeah, I did remember it was offensively cheap quality, that thing. It was It was so cheap, yeah. But yeah, i got to say, um, I was really... I mean, this was like the last time, first and last time I ever really got into Halloween. And uh, yeah, it definitely died... Well, uh, with that night. I had such high hopes for this this costume. Oh, we were yeah. talking about it so much and we thought it was going to be fucking hilarious. Yeah. Then we finally get these costumes. <laughs> oh, uh, and yeah, this hot dog was just this life. It was just, it could not have been more flaccid and cheap. Yeah.
0: On the, on the website, it was a nice plump hot dog. But on you, it was a terrible flaccid hot dog. A terrible, terrible abomination. It was an abomination. And I seem to remember you tried to... Try to plump it up with the Oh, newspaper. yeah, no, like
1: half an hour before the party. yeah uh, I was just trying to fluff it up with uh-huh. loads of uh, old newspapers just scrunching them up and stuffing them up there.
0: Yeah, working your magic on the old sausage. Yeah, baby. And, what? yeah, to no um, avail. yeah uh, what, Why didn't that work? Because uh, the newspaper just fell out.
1: Yeah, and, yeah, it was incredibly uncomfortable. Right. And, yeah, I couldn't really, uh, yeah, couldn't keep it in one place.
0: Because um, looking back, obviously, we thought when when you bought it, it was going to be this... You know, like a foam hot dog sort of thing. Like the sort of thing you would see like somebody wearing on, on a street corner who's handing out coupons to something.
1: They never have like an outfit that fucking together. Squash. Don't they? No, they they wear something like I was wearing,
0: yeah. Okay, okay, well, what I mean is someone in a movie who's doing that. Yeah. Right? We, we thought it was going to be like that, which clearly was quite naive because that, that must cost hundreds and hundreds of pounds.
1: Yeah. No, I remember we were... I was hanging out at your house quite a lot at the time and we'd like, no. just... Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, I remember that. Um, we just catch loads of well movies on TV, and those on ITV they had Beethoven over on one night, uh-huh. and which this, we obviously watched all of. We only just, no, we just like being in our twenties. I seem to remember we like just changed the channel, and it just happened to be this dream <laughs> sequence, and we just had this moment where we looked at each other like, <gasps> "Hot dog!" Yeah, and it was Beethoven was asleep, and he's just having this dream. He's running through this field, chasing a man in this glorious hot dog costume, which, by all accounts, you. Know, Was huge. Yeah. It was. As much as I wanted that, it would have been completely impractical.
0: Right, because you'd think he would dream about hot dogs, not a man dressed as a hot dog.
1: Maybe there's a a hidden angle to that movie. He's got a taste for meat now. Yeah. Yeah. He's tasted
0: human flesh. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you you know, in honesty, you have something about hot dogs, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) Right? No, you're just saying this because of the
1: offensive amount of fucking. Hot dogs right. in your fridge.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many are there?
1: I have no idea. We lost track a long time ago.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> you just keep adding to them. <laughs> I it keep adding. Like, to it's the... like a wood store. Or something. Yeah, because what?
1: We'll, everything. Every time we've been eating hot dogs, I've been eating them so fast. Yeah. I can regurgitate them almost whole. I've just been feeding
0: them straight back into the packet when you're uh, out of the room. Well, that's fine with me. I don't eat them.
1: But they stink. Yeah, we really do need to get rid of those. Yeah,
0: I bet the dog won't even eat them. It's cannibalism, isn't it?
1: I'd say that's more donkey meat than anything else.
0: (laughs) You mean the dog? If we gave gave a hot dog to a donkey, then it would be cannibalism.
1: No, I'm saying like the the
0: sausages themselves would be more donkey meat than anything else. I I think it's it's quite a leap of fucking faith to say that it's meat. I mean, it it tastes like uh, well, it just tastes like reconstituted air that's been you know kind of vacuum pressed into somehow being a, a semi-solid. I mean I'm pretty sure if you left one of those hot dogs out long enough it would just be a pool of pink. <laughs> it's just solid food color. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It is it's just it just happens you know to be one of those things that doesn't melt until it's been exposed to room temperature for quite a while. Mm. It's just imbued with some very clever starches. Oh god. Yeah, so obviously that kind of left you disappointed. Yeah. But what do you think about... I mean, would you ever do it again is what I'm really going to get No, it, not at all. You know? No, why not? No,
1: I just... I guess I'm too old and miserable for it. I, yeah. don't, I, I, I don't know. That was the most fun I ever had doing it, and I don't know. That's, no. I think
0: that's the best I was ever going to do, dress up as a hot dog. Right. Um, yeah, I, I suppose so. I mean, maybe one day, you know, when you finally made it, you could you get one of those good hot dog suits <laughs> or something.
1: Yeah, but that was... But okay, but, I wouldn't reserve that for like a party that would just I'd be assuming a new new identity <laughs> yeah. part man part sausage <laughs> this is me now
0: <laughs> like, like the FBI are looking for you and they like look straight at your face and like can't be him he's a he's a sausage he's a half breed <laughs> <laughs> and the other guy's like you can't say that anymore Tony Jesus fucking Christ it's 2017 or whenever this occurs mm-hmm. I imagine sooner rather than later oh yeah but would you what I mean is is can you understand the spirit of Halloween, or is it just something you you like utterly shrivels your tiny tiny penis? I can understand
1: it, but I won't tolerate it anymore. Why? I mean, no, I mean, just exaggerating. I just don't get into it. That's all. Right. And um, it's one of these because I'm uh, I'm a real kind of contrarian. I see too
0: many people kind of the people that do enjoy it turn I, me off. I remember you giving. Um, shit to our, our fat friend or maybe semi-friend would be the better thing to say because he went to your party not dressed up. He went, he went in like a leather jacket and a beer gut. Yeah, no, but I'm, right. I'm sure in his mind he's like, yeah, no, I'm in costume. You know, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, Travis, me- Travis I'm meatloaf. a meatloaf. I'm <laughs> I'm like a battage out of hell. I, but what I'm, my point is, no, is you gave him, gave him shit. You think, gave him shit, you gave him loads of shit and then you said to me, not 24 hours ago, oh, I hated Halloween because I went to some dickhead's party and they gave me loads of shit for not turning up in a costume. <laughs> I don't. Uh, look, if I was giving him shit,
1: it's because he turned up in my house at all.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, that's. I think fair. that's
1: much more likely.
0: Right, and then he fell asleep under your dad's car. Oh, Someone's gosh. car. Yes, yeah. yeah, he
1: spent the whole fucking night on the couch with like a mop bucket in front of him. Oh, that yeah. happened at like 10 o'clock as well. He,
0: he drank like a little bit of beer. And, uh, yeah, well. But anyway, my point is is that if you're going to go to a Halloween party, you should dress up, shouldn't you? No? No, so. well, well... It's expected, isn't it? I mean, you you know, you're going to someone's themed party, they obviously want you to appear asinine and dull as well.
1: I just wouldn't go to that
0: party. I don't but you know. did, you said you did, and they
1: complained. This was, it wasn't a party, it was just a piss-up on the streets on Halloween, that was all. Oh, so you went
0: like on a bar crawl? Well,
1: no. But... That was a bit of a stretch. A lot of people. Uh, so you went to the pub. Not really. A lot of people like ducked out. They got really fucking sick really quickly. So it was like three bars, and then I was just kind of left. I was the last one left standing. Like...
0: So so it was a failed bar. Call. Yeah, it was right. Yeah, well I kind of agree. I mean, you know, who wants to? You see the problem for me about Halloween is you go to someone's party, it's shit, which parties often are, and it's like okay I'm gonna leave now. But if you're dressed as fucking Dracula, where can you go? Into the night, obviously. Right, but they don't have booze. <laughs> into
1: the night. Mm. You can't uh, frequent the uh, local uh, free house, can you?
0: Probably not. I mean, maybe on Halloween they'd be understanding, but like I said, in England, you'll get raped. Mm. Someone will rape you. Like, I don't mean they'll they'll like really hit you. I mean, they will get you down on the floor, take your pants off, and insert themselves into you. <laughs> Does this correlate with the? Uh...
1: Story of that guy you were talking about earlier, by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I think Halloween can be good. It just isn't. Mm. Anything else to add on it? No, not really.
1: Halloween makes me uncomfortable because it's for people more fun than me.
0: Yeah, that's right. Mm. Yeah, I think so. Or maybe it's for people less fun than you, but people who are having more fun than you.
1: That's also a very valid point.
0: Yeah, it's it, it is. It's it's boring. It's boring people who do this shit, who dress up. It's boring people who say, let's come over to my house and have a game night. A game night? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's, it's like, have you ever met anyone who's been into murder mystery weekends? Do you think they're exciting people? Do you, yeah. do you think someone's like, oh yeah, I came here on this murder mystery weekend because uh, I just had to have some time off because you know my, my life as a jet fighter pilot is, is pretty full on. I just wanted something to relax. No, yeah. it's all people who are kind of like, I uh, yeah, I've got a very exciting life. I uh, I'm a, an a, assistant credit controller for.
1: One of my favourite lines for pe- uh, that kind of sums people up that like that is from American Dad, and yeah. uh it's Roger, and he comes up with a plate of cheeses and wines. I've got us these cheeses and uh, and, uh, wines and, and wines. I've got some. Um, uh, I've got us some journals so we can re- re- record our impressions as we go. Yeah, and
0: that kind of sums up a lot of people like that (laughs) well on that note if you like Halloween I would say good on you, good on you you're trying the best with a bad lot you got born with a bad personality but hell you've embraced it, good for you and Damien would say fuck off so on that note, thank you for joining us if you're listening to us on SoundCloud or anything else you can watch us on YouTube uh, because we do record these podcasts and there's some other stuff on there as well including Damien's Frasier synopsis if you're watching us on YouTube or or anywhere else, you can download this episode on SoundCloud, presumably to uh, listen to again while you're running, because this would be great to listen to while you're exercising. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's why we made it, so you can be you can be on the fucking rowing machine listening to this, you cock. Bye. Yeah. Bye.